Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Pod Network Entertainment. going on this is xavier woods aka austin creed let me talk to you hello wwe universe in the philippines this is charlotte hey everyone this is jeff cobb i have to finish the story we are pretty deadly yes boy yes boy run Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Ilya Dragunov, the star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to... And you're listening to... And you're listening... And you are listening... And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stands he, Romaran, Chino Liao, and Emil Ash checking in with our weekend reactions episode, and ooh, we have a lot to talk about. And uh, unlike Cody Rhodes, we know what we are going to talk about. Uh, but before we get to that, a couple of announcements on our end. First up, the Pasabay batch for February is officially open. So if you want to be part of this batch of the Pasabay, go check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast or our Twitter. It is at wrestling2xpod if you want to be part of this batch. Or if you're online right now as you're listening, go to tinyurl.com slash wwpfebpasabay. Again, that is tinyurl.com slash wwpfebpasabay. All of the details are there and uh, get your orders in by February 9th. That is Friday. So that we can uh, get those orders in over the weekend. And hopefully you can get your merch before WrestleMania 40. Uh, we've also got another PLE coming up at the end of the month. That is Elimination Chamber Perth. February 24, Sabado yan. 5.30 p.m. Philippine time. Because the same time zone tayo as Perth. So 5.30 p.m. We're going to be at Skinny Mike's. Uh, we're going to be posting the link to the pre-order form on our Facebook page by the time you hear this. So go check out facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for tickets. You can get them at 350 pesos for the early bird rate, which gets you one free iced tea. Or you can walk in rate na 450 pesos, my free iced tea din yun. All right. So we will catch you at Skinny Mike's in BGC for our watch party for Elimination Chamber Perth on Saturday, February 24, 5.30 p.m. local time. All right. Uh, we're going to start with... This whole conversation on Cody Rhodes and The Rock and Roman Reigns on SmackDown. I don't need to recap it because if you're listening to this part, I'm sure you already know what happened. Your Suffice favorite celebrity say. probably already <laughs> posted about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrestling Twitter is mad. 
everyone has gone eight-ish. I cannot comment for re- because reasons. So I'm going to start with you, Chino, because you are the Attitude Era baby. And you are not uh, very active in our Discord. But our patrons, Sina Rose, Sina Emil, they've given their thoughts o- uh, over there. Another reason for you to be part of our Patreon community over on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. But Chino, let the people know what your thoughts are because you're the Attitude Era baby here. Uh, contrary to what you're expecting from me, Stan, I am actually not for this uh, Dwayne Johnson I- interjection. Oh, I don't, interesting. I, I don't know what Rowan so surprising. Emil... <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. I, I don't know what Rowan Emil have to say since I on Discord because fuck Discord, but... I, Discord I, catching streaks. Uh, but I, I honestly... When I got on the Cody Rhodes bandwagon, it was a little late in the game. You know, it took a while for me to believe that Cody was the guy. But after what I've seen from his career as of late, with how he's being treated on TV and how he treats wrestling fans behind the scenes, I'm starting to believe that Cody Rhodes is the guy. And I wanted to see Cody, quote-unquote, finish the story. What did that necessarily mean? It meant going up against Roman Reigns. Kasi yan yung dragon na hindi niya matalo nung una. Diba? That was, the, that was the, the big thing, the deal that he wanted to do. Now, there were, as of today, conflicting reports, but reports coming out as to why this happened. Some people are saying it's because si Dwayne requested this as part of the TKO deal. Another report is saying it's because of the Vince... Uh, scandal that's erupting now whatever the case may be parang nalugi si Cody Rhodes dito sa situation na to because yes he gets to be a champion quote unquote pero is it the right way for him to be champion is this what people are actually asking for if you're going to listen to social media then the answer is a definite no Um, again I will preface this by saying it's way too early we're still two months uh, from Wrestlemania but and I've seen comments from people that you know we shouldn't complain because it's a dream match. You know, it's gonna draw so much money for the company. And I simply disagree that we shouldn't complain because it's it's for me, it's dumb to think that no one has the right to be upset just because it's a dream match. Because these people have has uh, followed this storyline for two years, for two whole damn years, and they will get mad if they think something isn't done right. And judging by the reactions of everyone, online, our friends, people felt something uh, was done wrong. And I will agree that we should let things play out here, but I'm not going to invalidate the people's reactions either. It was a bad call on their part. Pushing Rock versus Roman for the instant cash Instead of Cody versus Roman, a story that has been carefully crafted over the past couple of years is such a Vince McMahon thing to do. But this time, we don't exactly have Vince McMahon to blame it on for. And, you know, let's be honest. What's the upside, anyway, of Rock winning over Roman Reigns? As opposed to Cody winning over Roman Reigns. Because Rock is already a bona fide Hall of Famer, has nothing to prove anymore. Like, he he's already retired. So why? Like... <laughs> You know why? Um, while a Cody Rhodes win will will be a superstar making moment and will put him on the map alongside the greatest to ever do it. 
You know, and to be honest, I didn't even like Cody Rhodes when he came back to WWE, but they did such a good job of making him the number one babyface in the company. And, you know, he is primed to have this WrestleMania moment. And for him, for his moment to be taken away just like that, you know, it sucks. It's a slap in the face for everyone who has followed his story from the beginning up until now, you know. And for me, doing a move like this, you're risking the trust and the goodwill of your loyal fan base. And you're you're sacrificing that for a casual audience who's probably going to tune into WrestleMania. But after that, they're not going to watch the weekly TV shows. They're not going to be there for every PLE. So you're risking that. And for what? Rock versus Roman? A match that is, I think, five years a little bit too late, in my opinion. It's guaranteed to be a blockbuster, but sacrificing the Cody story for this, it sucks. You know, I, I, I'm hurt as a fan. I'm hurt as a consumer of the product. And I'm angry. I'm angry and disappointed. I'm not going to sugarcoat my feelings about it. No, no, I'm not. I'm disappointed and I'm mad with this development. I'm sorry. I went on another rant. Oh, you apologize again. I was about to ask. Oh, I'm sorry about Emil. I'm sorry about Emil. Emil is fucking on your rant. Stop apologizing. Yeah. But the uh, statement there. Did you write that beforehand, Congressman? Yes, I did. I actually did. You were reading uh, something. Yeah. I knew it. Yung feelings go down. That's what you feelings about. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh you said a lot of things that I agree with. Um, and Chino as well. Uh I agree with Chino now. Just because you're an attitude era baby doesn't mean that you're you're for the rock in every appearance that he makes. But I will tell you that there are a lot of people who think that way. Because hey, you know, they haven't watched since the Attitude Era, since the early 2000s. Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Th- those people, they don't care about the current product. Funny thing, I remember 10 years ago, or, you know, more than, when Fur- Rock first appeared after his hiatus, and John Cena was on top, and The Miz was on top. And the feud was John Cena and The Rock. And people were booing the hell out of John Cena, because that was still cool to do that time. And The Rock was getting The Rock pops because he's The Rock. (laughs) A lot of people love him. A lot of old school fans love him. A lot of old heads love him. And back then, these were going to, this is bullshit. Because Cena's here. Cena was right when he said that he was the one here holding it down every week. But at the time, he was doing that. And I felt at the time that it's it wasn't fair that WrestleMania was being done to appease the casual fan. Uh, it wasn't cool that the even hardcore, but you know, the loyal fans who were watching the product every week, who were familiar with who's who every week, who were rooting for the people that was being built that were being built up that time every week, wasn't fair just to, you know, cater to the casual fan or the the fan uh, either lapsed or, you know. And over time, I I I got the logic. Uh, you, you get in the business, you try to make money, then you get the logic. Now you do have to cater to the quote unquote lowest common denominator here just to make money. <laughs> if that's who they know, then you know who are we to say no to the smell of uh, the smell of cash, right? So for a long time, I believed in that, and then now. Now that Emil has went on his has gone on his rant, <laughs> every now and then you think now, okay, you can't 
always cater to the casual fan. And it's you know, it's not even the casual fan at this point. Yung casual fan, no no no, pasha every week. But he doesn't or they don't know who like the people from NXT are who you know who who they are going up. Right? You don't know who a Tiffany Stratton is, or you don't know why a Carmelo Hayes is such a big deal. Those are the casual fans. But uh I, I heard stories of people asking about The Rock. Because you know they don't watch, they haven't watched wrestling in years and decades since then. Those aren't even casual fans; they're just lapsed fans who knew about wrestling twenty years ago. <laughs> that's way different from the casual fans. So that's that's not even cool to to cater to. Chino is right, uh, I think, or Emil is right in saying that there are things to let play out here. Uh, there are different reasons as to why this could happen or why this is happening. We don't know those reasons just yet, and. Also, on the other hand, we don't know what else is happening just yet. Because uh, it was the an all-time generational bad call by WWE. And they're feeling it now. The Rock can say that he has thick skin all he wants. But uh, I'm sure he's feeling the heat. It's you know not unlike how Black Adam was disastrous. <laughs> uh, thing about, the thing about thick skin is it's nice for you personally. But it also blinds you a lot. Uh, to the things that you have to change, right? Uh, you can be unaffected as you want, but often that means you don't care about changing what needs to be changed about whatever you're doing, about whatever you, whatever, however you are. And that's the problem. Uh, there are so many things at play here, so many different theories as to why this is happening. Some are saying that, oh, because the the wrestlers themselves, the employees themselves have been chant or have been hashtagging we want Cody. Uh, PR stunt to you know bring up Cody's stock value even more as though you need to at this point. <laughs> Celebrities are out there doing it, random Twitter accounts are doing it. a Santa Claus Twitter account is doing it. Young <laughs> film quotes Pinoy edition is doing it on Facebook. Oh, so a lot of people, I don't know if they're bandwagoning or what, but if this is true, if this is genuine, then support Cody and impact that he's left on uh, on the wrestling world as a whole and his story as a, as a whole. So to me, I I don't understand why you would have to do the whole uh, you know setback to set up for a comeback. Uh, it's already wrong. You already did the setback last year. That's what happened at WrestleMania. He lost. That was you wanted us to uh get back to it so that you know he can really earn his spot. And I agree with Gina when he says nah, um I wasn't a believer at first. You all know this. I was uh I was happily I was happy rather that he lost last year. But now um I said last week that I, I I believed it. I, I I thought that he deserved his current run, his current win, and his shot at WrestleMania and the eventual championship win that, that would happen. So I don't understand. Why would WWE play like play themselves like this? Why would the rock who is the cloud chaser extreme, the, 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 the alpha of cloud chasers in the world in Hollywood, subject himself to all this bad press just to build Cody up? It's, it's so weird. It's such a weird play. You can say that, you know, bad publicity is still publicity, but uh, I work in PR now and we believe that bad publicity is bad publicity. You can easily say now, we'll let it play out and then, you know, they'll pivot into what we want better the damage has been done <laughs> uh the best the only thing you can do from the damage is learn from it uh if you don't learn from it then you know uh, 
you should have learned from the Vince stuff, from from all the bullshit Vince did. Even Vince, as somebody mentioned it, I forgot who. Even Vince learned from his snubbing of Brian Danielson um, back in WrestleMania 30. And it's funny that the same thing is happening 10 years later. <laughs> so here, since you mentioned Brian, yeah. uh, what do you think about wrestling Twitter saying now, oh, they're just doing it again. They're trying to recapture the Daniel yeah. Bryan yeah, yeah, yeah. model a decade later. You didn't see this have to go, I, I don't need you to do this. I don't need you to do this, fam. You already did this last year. And I don't need this. We don't need, nobody needs this. Because if people want the feel-good moment, and then to trade that for, again, a, a what, a short-term bump, that, that's not the, it's not the thing. It's not the wave anymore. People are just going to be pissed off. And I don't care if you were pissing them off to make them feel good again a couple of months later. But they're pissed off. And you don't want people pissed off at you, especially when more legit annoying things or bad things have happened, like Vince's lawsuit and... Um, I don't know the, you know, Israel, you know, Israel uh, going after Palestine and occupying it. Um, yeah. So I suppose why would you piss off the guy who went back after being pissed off the first time? Right? He already trusted you with with uh, with a good with a good story with good treatment. Right? Uh, Cody is too professional to walk out the way Punk did. Um, this is the guy, after all, who stomached Stardust for the longest time, even though he, 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 it, got, it made him sick to do it. But if I were him, I, I'd walk now. Uh, I don't care what the plan was. I don't care if they said, nah, uh, we're going to do this and then build you back up, or we're going to do this and you're going to have to get the consolation prize, but I'd walk. Uh, I already proved myself undeniable. So if you still are denying me, then I'm just going to go. And you're going you're gonna to lose out on the biggest star the same way AEW lost out on CM Punk. You know, uh, whatever it is, whatever the play is, it's bad because you are taking the the fans for a ride when they don't want the ride anymore. They want the they want the climax. They want the end. Anyone else? Uh, Chino, Emil, may pahabul banan thoughts or additional rants? I, mean, I think I don't, I don't, uh, Sorry, I, I, I don't think I don't think Cody needs to leave. Um, I think that's a little bit too drastic on his end. Uh, I do get that he the, that a point has to get get across here, um, but I don't think he needs to leave because he has nowhere to go. Basically, like if he leaves, does he go back to AEW? Um, if so, how would that look on his end? His whole thing leaving AEW was so that he could do his thing in the WWE. So again for another few years, and then it, it's just a cycle that repeats itself. I do, however, agree that it is a bad look on the side of the WWE for putting all their chips on Dwayne here, especially since they've done this before with CM Punk, right? where mm-hmm. they shoehorned The Rock in the CM Punk championship run just to have him sex. CM Punk himself calls it out. In the promo that he did with Seth, right? so there should have been an understanding from the get go that this is the solution to their problems. Whether it's a panic move because of whatever's happening off screen or it's because of a larger play, this clearly was not the wrong move for all parties involved because we can see the effects online. I think uh Sinabini role Kanina, like how can The Rock not foresee the reactions? I think he was banking on the fact that oh he's the rock. Like people are so no matter no matter what we do, <laughs> so but, fucking I, stupid. But, but I think that's the expectation. Like no matter what he does, 
people are people know him as a rock. People love him as a rock. So no matter what he's doing, people are gonna like it. And I think that's backfiring on his part now. And the thing is, it's not the fact that we're getting rock versus Roman that people hate. It's the fact it it's how they set it up. They made Cody look like a chump. They they could have set it up a million other ways. And I guarantee you, those other ways will be better than what they did on SmackDown. Like we can get Rock versus Roman at a future time, but not at WrestleMania, because WrestleMania is where the story should end, not before, not after. Should be at WrestleMania. Mga immortal, listen to the Underpaid Podcast with me, Stanley Chi, wherein we talk about work-related topics in a light manner na parang nagchichismisan lang tayo or nagkukwentuhan. Listen for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kung saan ka man nakikinig ng podcast. Kita-kits! I, I, I just thought of a, of a question. So, I, we're all in agreement na ayaw natin si Dwayne being part of the Roman feud, right? Would have it been more preferable if The Rock was number 30 in the Rumble? Yeah. No, yeah, legit. Yeah, no, I, I was about to get to that because Emil brought up the point that I almost forgot, actually forgot. Now, the way they set up the the pivot was super bad. Uh, usually, the Triple H regime has a good way of you know finding uh, finding an angle that works but this was just super bad. Now, you can tell that it was rushed Lanasan and Maisep, uh, they had to do the pivot to the rock, and this was the best idea they got. But yung title shot because for what, right? Um, exactly. The the best the best attempt they could do was for Cody to quote unquote take everything from from Roman Reigns. And I assume I can write that. I mean, I get that they wrote now. Start, you start that with taking away the support of the biggest the biggest member of the Anawai family, but. You can do that without giving up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yung, ano, yung, yung championship match more that you rightfully won and called for when you won the Royal Rumble, right? So. It was super bad. Like the guy was talking about finishing the story, and he was very specific about how he wanted to finish the story. We established this, and then he gives it up for whatever reason, for a half baked reason that nobody's going to believe. Because so he was drilling home the story, the story, the story. The story is the WWE Championship that Dusty never got to really to really win, right? and for them to assume or to insist that we accept. That Cody suddenly doesn't want it 
right now in the biggest stage of it all is one of the biggest uh, insults to our intelligence that I never, frankly, expected from the Triple H regime. So that's really bad. We're all rooting for you. Yeah. Because he's saying that, you know, I'm going to take away everything from you. And yet, because I, because I feel like what he's standing there is he can't do it alone. Like he needs this guy to take away everything from Rowan, which, 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 which was dumb. Again, the way they set it up, it was really bad. Does it make sense? Halatang, ane, halatang, they just made it up right then and there. Yeah, that's, that's why I said, if I were Cody, I'm leaving. I know Chino doesn't agree with that, but you know it's what I would do if I were him. And he's not going to do it because he's too much of a professional. Because you know, big suits, uh, John Cena demeanor. He's never going to do that. But you know, uh, how many times can you really take something on the chin? <laughs> I'm surprised, Emil, that the c word used to describe Cody was Trump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else about this whole thing that pissed everyone off? Oh, no, no, sorry. One, la- one last thing. <laughs> All right. I-, I mentioned at first about how I felt a decade ago when The Rock came back to challenge John Cena. So I've been waiting for the shoe to drop ever since then. And now everyone sees The Rock for the clout chaser he really is. And I prayed for this and it happened. <laughs> All right. That was a lot. That was a lot from everyone. Uh, everyone uh, needed to get it out of their systems. Yeah. So Definitely. we're going to move on to something that thankfully we, we seem to be getting, which is Bailey calling her shot and picking EO Sky because finally she discovered that uh, the, the Japanese no, she knew. of damage control had been making fun of her and she understood Japanese all this time. So, you know, uh, she said that she was going after EO and then EO, Kairi, and Asuka all uh, beat Bailey up. So, uh, this is the first official match for WrestleMania 40 that has been set. And people have been also, you know, calling for this for the longest time. And I think this one at least is satisfying. Yeah. yeah. They've been quite lost on the whole damage control thing. That's what happens when you do have to try to tell a long-term story. And that's, I know, a lot of people think they want long-term stories. But, you know, it's like a 22-episode 20, season of an American TV show. <laughs> you can only... You can only really do the important parts on some episodes and not all of them. So uh, it's a lot. Again, I said this before. It's a lot of getting used to. Uh, if you want a long-term story, you will have to be prepared to deal with the fillers to get that. And uh, I'm glad they got here. The big uh, Royal Rumble win. So uh, we'll talk about this a little more later because uh, it's Rowan's pick. But um, I approve. And as I mentioned uh, over the weekend on Discord, uh, if the boss gives you recycles one of his best storylines on you, then it's a huge honor. And then he sees you in a in a very positive light. Uh, everything in this segment was done perfectly. I know we're going to talk about it some picks of the week, uh, but this is the only thing I'm going to say. I, I thought the the turn was long overdue, and then I realized it was done at the perfect time. And you know, I think it's a long term story. Like we've been calling Bailey. For Bailey to turn or or damage control to turn on Bailey like months ago, like even before Kyrie and Asuka joined the picture. But I thought them joining added a little bit more to it. Uh na, na, it, it added to the to the narrative that EO is 
uh, taking over damage control from Bailey and sobrang again perfect timing yung uh, pag turn and they announced the match right then and there so yeah I get na the turn needed to happen and yes it happened at the perfect time however when the turn actually when the turn actually happened I didn't expect Bailey to sound so whiny <laughs> all of a sudden parang nung dumating sa point na gina justify niya yung actions niya like when she was the role model all those years ago. So to me, I kind of wanted something a little deeper than that. The yung drop niya na nagmurno pala siya ng Japanese felt as sudden as The Rock entering in the WWE again. Parang hindi siya warranted at all. Diba? Na parang, oi, marunong nung pala mag Japanese. Okay. Okay. San galing yun? But okay, gets ko. But yung whole arc of Bailey saying that we were supposed to be a team again. We're supposed to do things together. It sounded a little whiny to me. To but she honest. was to the heel. I mean, after all, she was, She didn't quite turn face. They just turned on her. That's not the same thing as me. No, but then, yung point naman nila nun, diba, is to make Bailey a face. Right? Yeah. Oh, but, kaya nga. So, dun sa part na yun, it sounded a little whiny to me. That's diba? what their character that, is. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what the character is. Well, that that's what I hear, and I I I, I didn't really like that part. Um, but I do get na yun yah. Tamagri naman ako sa ibang points niya. Yung part lang na yun yung medyo. Maybe we need to wait a, little, a few more weeks for it to all hash out a little bit more. Because the whole uh pretulongan ako ng mahapon our argument is uh it's a little a meh for me. I mean, her character is literally a Karen. That's so so. Uh, no, not. no, that's Chelsea Green. That's, that's Chelsea Green, Emil. You're confusing your females here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I, I think the man. It's been a long time coming. It had to happen, you know, uh, at uh, sooner or later, preferably sooner. Because it's been a long time coming. It had to happen sooner or later, that last reveal na Bailey had been understanding all this time. Plus, your acknowledgement ni Bailey na you don't think I don't have eyes, di ba? Or you think I don't have eyes na hindi ko nakikita yung nangyayari. Tells me na Bailey watches the show. She yeah. sees the backstage yeah. vignettes yes. where they're talking shit about her in Japanese. And I appreciated that detail kasi um, for so long, di ba, we've been wondering if wrestlers actually watch a TV show and see if other wrestlers are talking shit about them. Actually, understand why they don't. Uh, gets kanangayon after being part of a TV show myself. Uh, I kind of <laughs> get it, but yeah, I like that about her. Uh, she shows that she was aware, and you don't get a lot of that in wrestling uh, for for purposes of advancing the plot. Anything else on your end uh, regarding this one? You can uh, Bailey and Eo. Yeah, uh, that's it. I think I think we had we we've said enough to skip Rowan's pickup as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, other stuff going down on SmackDown. We've got WWE free agency, so it is tippy time on the blue brand. Tiffany Stratton is now part of the SmackDown roster. See, Braun Breaker is still weighing his options naman. Uh, he'll be making an appearance on Raw uh, based on yung backstage vignette ni Nick Aldis over the weekend. And uh, Jade Cargill also appeared to meet with Nick Aldis. So uh, I actually like this whole free agency bit, even though yung iba medyo stretch out, yung iba biglang, okay, magic, yun Done deal. So it it reminds me of MVP from back in the day in 2006, 2007 when they made him the highest paid free agent to sign with WWE. So I, I like that aspect of it. I just wish that uh, my actual negotiations, like bring an agent, bring a manager or something, right? like make it real uh, so we can really simulate the sports feel here. 
perfect sana si Stokely for this scenario because that's what he's doing on di- on Dynamite or AEW anyway. But uh, yeah, I get I like I like how Tiff- Tiffany Stratton has finally been called up. I've been saying this for quite some time. She deserves to be on the main roster. She looks good. She has the prettiest moonsault ever. But from perfect, yeah, of all the Charlotte clones that the WWE has tried their hand on, she's the perfect one that they got. Because she, she got it all, man. I, I, I'm a Tiffany Stratton fan, you. Yeah, I'm quite surprised that it's actually open season right now for free agency uh, in WWE. Because I thought these things happened post WrestleMania, and uh, but but I like I like this development. I mean, it gives more importance. And ever since the uh, they call this stepped in, there's been more of these. Uh, so it, it gives importance to the brand split. Um, over Jonathan, you might call up say, I mean, uh, Tiffany and and Braun has has been there since like a. Uh, the establishment of uh, of uh, 2.0. Oh, so I expect more call-ups, I think, to happen, uh, especially post-Mania. I mean, um, guys like Melo has already been soft-launched. Um, I think Trick is also... Oh, no, I, I don't think Trick is up yet for a call-up. But Ilya, I think, is also due for a call-up. Dragon Lee, uh, he was called up, then went back to NXT, but I think he's going to be permanent main roster after Mania as well. So I expect more of these to happen in the near future. Yeah, uh, I enjoy I enjoy the whole thing. Um but I get you have to book the, you know, you have to book the the the, the young ones right away. Uh I I enjoy the MVP thing from you know years or from decades ago where he would scout the two he would scout the show before he get officially got signed by the GM. So uh yeah uh Tiffany Strand deserved uh, she is pretty WWE ready. Uh, I'm not sure if she's the first uh, NXT 2.0 uh, call up. Na they literally molded from another sport. I could be wrong if there's someone else, but um, it shows that the PC works. It shows that the NIL program works as well. So they know what they're doing there. All right. Uh, the final testament. And Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, yung next chapter nila was a six-man tag that turned into a no contest. So, surprise, surprise. And, well, the actual surprise is that B-Fab has inserted herself into the chat here by joining Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. So, what do you think of this development? So, this- wait lang. Uh, sorry, I gotta take this. Because, what? Is somebody tell me? Is she too busy promoting the reality show now? Is that is that why she couldn't do this? I, I don't get why BFAB has to be the, in this role when it was easily, easily uh, doable for Bianca to take a side quest from the main storylines that she's uh, she's been always shoehorned in uh right now. I must agree. I, I I get that you need to give opportunities to people, but this to me, the whole B5 talking to Bobby Lashley or talking to um Nick Aldis backstage just to end up in this situation is it's a little forced for me because it's just like you needed to give somebody a role and there it is. When the situation called for Montez Ford's wife, which 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 would have been perfect because it takes the takes her off the main storylines that we've been asking for. It also gives her an opportunity to wrestle with Montez Ford, which also then gives them an opportunity to promote this reality show that they have going on right now. Missed opportunity. 
I can actually answer that. Um, I don't think the the pride needs Bianca. Because uh, if, if you sign Bianca, yes, there, there's it's going to be easy for her to you know turn into this, the star of the pride. Because she is like the most over out of all four of them. But that will only wear her down. Like, yes, it's a nice look. It's going to be different from what she's done before. But I, I don't need her to be in the pride. Like, yes, uh, it's nice for her to team up with Montez. Uh, her husband, right? But I don't feel like being part of a, you know, part of a thing instead of her being her own thing. Um, I think BFAB kind of needs it. Um, Triple H did invest in her. If these three experienced wrestlers can teach her more about how to be a good pro wrestler, then I'm all for that. Um, I I don't want Bianca stuck fighting the prize battles. You know, I I, I don't think that's a good use of her. Yeah, she's a star on her own. So, and you know, the BFAB thing was actually teased a few months back. And oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought they that they forgot about BFAB, and they uh, want you to think they forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think coincidence lang na, you know, just just because they're going up against a group that has a female that don't Oh, we actually. There's actually someone here now. You know, we teased a few months back to to join the. Lashley and the Street Profits. So, that's what I thought. Maybe a coincidence. Yeah, so, but, you know, it's a surprise and it's a welcome development. B-Fab, they haven't really used B-Fab since they released uh, the other members of Hit Row. So, this gives her something to do. And... Uh, no. Ashanti Adonis is still there. Ashanti is still there? Yes. And he did also talk with the Pride. Okay. All right. So, yeah, but it, it gives her something to do, at least. Uh, also, sorry, but that also brings up a point that Rowan brought up sa review Nudge, which I just published. That they did the whole adding the female member thing a week after they added a female <laughs> to uh, Legado. So it's become lazy. I know that you got a lot of people that you need to call up and add, but uh, let's, let's do a little more finesse, yo. I mean, like, uh, yes, the Kataona, we have to add all these women to um, to these groups, but little awareness here please you know no i oh, i like it because it makes uh it, it makes the stables intergendered which is no awesome. no that's not the bad part the part is they did they did the thing one after the other the week after the other you don't do so that you want it more spread out yes yes so, okay. yeah mm-hmm. okay. how many how many factions is there now nah, there's a female oh, that doesn't matter it doesn't matter yes. yeah. I think it's, it's better for the faction yeah exactly, exactly. Okay. i'm just part. wondering like someone yeah. someone said Basta. Yeah, it's not a bad thing naman, to have all these factions na intergender young members. Right? That's cool. Oh, they did that in NXT too, right? like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then the family added Adriana Rizzo. Sina Idris and Malik have the blonde. Oh, girl. See, I, no, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Sabrina Lee. Yo, and Sibrinli, the, the really uh, hyper-motivational girl. So, you know, everyone... Chase is... you. Yeah, chase you. They have a few females. So. Yeah, yeah. Tia uh, and uh, JC. So, yeah, mm. it's pretty normal that it's on, on uh, NXT. All right, let's switch gears as we close out our weekend reactions with this news that broke over the weekend that Bushiroad, the parent company of New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom, they have fired Rossi Ogawa, the chief of Stardom. So, she's the founder of Stardom. Which adds more fuel to the rumors that he was helping WWE 
poach talent like Kyrie Sane and potentially Julia to join WWE. So um, there are a lot of mga sabi-sabi na online. Even Tony Khan got in on the action and uh, tweeted bye-bye Rossi with a, with a gif. So um, I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, but this is a big development in the sense na merong rumors that uh, a lot of the stardom talent are loyal to Rossi Ogawa and they might reportedly leave stardom in March when a lot of these contracts under stardom will run out. The only notable exception being Mayu Iwatani, who's like their pinaka ace, because she signed a long-term deal because of the documentary that stardom is making on her life. Oof, that's, that's tough. Damn. Uh, I know there's not much to say about this, especially from us. I just wanted to say that it's interesting. Um, Tony Khan is mad to say, you know, if you are helping WWE poach your talents and blocking them to go to AEW, then Chempre got it. Got it. TK made it personal when he fe- when he felt that WWE made it personal by tampering some of the some of the guys' contracts. So that's why he's like that. Uh, definitely use some guidelines. Um, let me. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I I think a lot of the women want opportunities like WWE or you know America at the very least. So maybe Rossi was helping them get that if it is true. You know, um, it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens to stardom, especially right after uh, Road wanted to make it a big deal over the past couple of years. I don't know if this is accurate, but didn't ECW also fire Todd Gordon for the same thing? I was, uh, poached, he was trying to poach talent to WCW and WD, WWF back then. So, um, yeah, so same thing here. And I don't know much about uh, stardom, but... I mean, if this is going to lead to uh, a talent exodus, then, you know, uh, this is going to be a big development like two months from now or something. I, March uh, is next month, sir. Right? Oh, yeah. March yeah. is next month. Ah, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Now I'm looking at the roster of stardom, and honestly, si Mai Watan lang yung kilala ko. <laughs> but I mean, we hear good things about Julia. I, yeah. I think she's a star in the making. Uh, bottom line is, I'm all for anything but get wrestlers paid. Diba? If, yeah. Yes, underhanded siya. Yes, it's you know, maybe a little legal even. But if, if it leads to wrestlers in Japan leaving Japan for better pastures in the US then I am all for <laughs> it. Like, get paid, man. Go get that money. Yeah, that's the point really here. Uh, you know, if he was helping them, you know, get better deals and, you know, have better lives with more money, then I, I, I as a wrestler, I can't really fault them for it. Like, yes, it's tough as a as a promoter, as a booker, but um, it, those are still li- their livelihoods at play here. I just feel bad that Rossi Ogawa had to get fired from the company he helped found. I mean, I, I get it. He got his bag when, uh, when Bushiroad acquired Stardom. But still, it's got to suck to be fired from the company you put together and basically to turn from nothing into something. Yeah. So and you're <laughs> Sorry, well, yes. Yeah, that's the breaks, man. I mean, business yeah. is business, you know. That's right. That's right. Uh, so th- those are our weekend reactions. Apologies in advance, our producers at the Pod Network. But on that, I'm going apologize. apologize. Emil says sorry, so we don't know. Okay, lang yung kay Jasper, because Jasper wants to know what we think. Yeah. 
if you want to be part of the conversation, you know where to find us on TikTok and on Twitter. It is at Wrestling2XPod. Thank you so much to Babyface producer Jasper and our producers at the Pod Network for all of the work that they do behind the scenes. Catch our Picks of the Week episode tomorrow for more thoughts on the week in wrestling. Uh, we'll catch you on our live stream on Thursday at 7 p.m. on Facebook and on YouTube. So until then, uh, on behalf of Chino Liao, Ro Moran, and Emil Nate, this has been Stan C. Saying stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Later, weirdos. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 